Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Phoenix, Arizona, future home of the Super Bowl. We only got to wait a few more days. It'll actually take place in neighboring Glendale. And I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard. He's joining us from New York City, holding it down. Thank you to everybody tuning in on the free Odyssey app your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate, everybody on Sirius XM Channel 158, and every person tuned in on a smart speaker. Thank you, everybody at work, everybody at home, everybody just making ends meet. Shout-outs to the Uber drivers, the door dashers, the, the people driving trucks, Amazon, UPS, FedEx. Ah, maybe I'm forgetting something. Shout-outs to the hospital workers, the chefs, the cooks, the producers, the artists, the PDs. Hi, PD. I appreciate y'all. It's been an interesting day as we creep closer and closer to the Super Bowl. There's so much going on. Even here in Arizona, there is so much going on. Obviously, Russell Westbrook got traded. We, we talked about that last hour. You can hit rewind on the Odyssey app if you had missed that conversation. Russell Westbrook being sent to the Utah Jazz. Uh, D'Angelo Russell returning back to the Lakers. You have Mike Conley being sent to Minnesota to team up with Anthony Edwards. And then you have to see when Carl Anthony Towns actually comes back. It doesn't appear that they need him. He'll be moved at some point, I believe. It's a conversation for another day. And now the next step will be, okay, we know Russell Westbrook isn't sticking with Utah. At one point, he said that their fans, a few of their fans were were just calling and saying some nasty things to him. And from a Utah Jazz perspective, basketball reasons, there's no reason to hold on to Russell Westbrook, and there's no reason for him to want to be there. And so I said, like most people, a destination that would make the most sense It's the Clippers. And before I tell you about all the crazy things going on here in Phoenix, Arizona, it was only a few days ago before Kyrie Irving was traded to the Dallas Mavericks, of which he is making his debut tonight. He had eight points in the first eight minutes. Dallas is currently leading the Clippers 60 to 46. But Russell Westbrook was asked about all of these trade rumors. And Russell Westbrook had this to say. It's all business. I know trade rumors are nothing new to you. Um, do, do you feel added pressure 
coming toward the deadline uh, with just your name circulating? No, I do not. That's not up to me. Uh, like I said, man, I've, I've known this is a business since I was 18, 19 years old. Since I got in, my, my dad taught me that young age is when you're getting to this league, it's a business. Um, and people make businesses, whatever decision that they make. And I make sure I'm ready professionally like I always have been and always will be. Yeah, good luck to him in his future endeavors. I mean, this is... <laughs> It's Russell Westbrook, folks. It's not going to be a perfect scenario. But at least hang out with the Clippers. Pray to God that Kyrie and Paul George can stay healthy. It's it's uh, it's the best thing. Go there, finish the season, be a free agent, and God knows where Russell Westbrook will, will sign again. Uh, it's pretty sad. That's a sad scenario. I also want to share this with you from last night. After LeBron James broke the all-time scoring record of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he sat up into the press conference. He was asked about his standing as one of the greatest players to play the game, and he gave an honest answer, which is, I think, perfectly fine. Take a listen to this LeBron from last night. LeBron, everyone talks about who the GOAT is. How would you describe the GOAT, and where would you put yourself in that conversation? Um, I don't know, man. You know, for me... Um... You know, I think it's great barbershop talk. It's, um, it's going to happen uh, forever and ever. Um, you know, if I was um, the GM or, or whatever the case may be of a, of a franchise that was starting up and I had the number one pick, I'd take me. But that's just me because I believe in myself. I know what I bring to the table. Um, you know, a guy that has been able to... Um, transform his game over the course of 20 years to be able to play any position in this league and excel at any position. You know, I can play one through five. Um, you know, I've led the league in assists. Um, you know, I've been able to do whatever this this game um, has wanted me to do and also just transform my game as well. I got no beef with that man saying that. No, no, no. What's he going to say? Oh, well, I think Michael Jordan is better, or Bill Russell, or Shaq, or Kobe. What is he supposed to say? He's decorated out the, the you-know-what. What is he going to say? Congratulations to LeBron. Uh, he has a new starting lineup. D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Rui Hachimura, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. They should be okay if they play. And... I don't know if it'll be the case. Let's see. Leroy is calling from Michigan. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Leroy? Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Just, What's up? I just wanted to call in and let you know I'm just tired of all these arrogant athletes like Kyrie and Rodgers and LeBron. and I'm, All of them are making me sick, but especially LeBron, because the man has literally insulted two women in my life who I love the most, my mom and my aunt. He uh, he has the arrogance to start this school where he thinks he's an educator. Well, my mom has worked as a public educator for over 30 years in a public school, and he starts up this charter school and thinking he can do a better job than people. And then uh, my aunt... Her name is Karen. She's one of the nicest ladies in the world. And that fool has the nerve to uh, 
discriminate against people based on a name. I mean, a man who claims to be against discrimination and has all these causes, he comes out and uh, calls a woman a courtside Karen. Well, he ain't thinking about all the people named Karen, and that's oh why I want to say uh, oh. the, the uh, oh name God. LeBron is going to be associated with an arrogant pseudo-intellectual with a lot of money. So I just... Well, well, I got I to gotta tell you, I don't know if you want to have that conversation with me, Leroy. I think that's uh, what you just said. It's, it's kind of silly. Uh, I think there are better examples to use. Uh, but uh, I appreciate you for sharing that. I, I hope you, you got something off your chest, okay? All right. Thank you. Well, thank Bye. you. That's, that's pretty miserable. Yeah, well, LeBron opened up a school. Terrible. My my mom is an educator. He thinks he can do a better job because he opened up a school where kids can learn. Whoa. Wow. He's only a billionaire. He, you know. he called someone a Karen. Oh, my God. He called someone a Karen. Oh, my God. Well, all the people who are named Karen. Oh, my God. Oh, gee, didn't even think about them. Come on, man. Is, is, are those the things that we're going we're gonna to pick LeBron James apart for? Because he opened up a school and he said someone, he called them a Karen, which is, yes, I feel bad for Karens who are now called Karen because Karen is now known as a, a white woman who is just loudly complaining for no reason. We're, we're going to blame LeBron for that. He didn't create it. But let's also, let's also yell at him for starting a school. Come on. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Daniel is calling from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Daniel, you're live. Hey, how you, how you, how you doing? I'm excellent. What's on your mind, please? Okay. What is Daniel? Hey, Daniel, what are you doing? Well, I'm I'm still walking. I'm just letting you know what's going on. Well, what's going on? You're here. You're live yeah. on the radio. Speak. Yeah, I just want. Yeah, I just want to let you know that uh, I'm picking up uh, Jade Jordan is the best. So I don't I don't worry too much about James. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Is 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 that all? Oh, then again, I'm picking on uh, Philadelphia to win the pi- to win the Super Bowl. You're picking Philadelphia to win the Super Bowl. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Daniel. I appreciate you, man. Be safe out there. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah, Daniel is. Guess he's picking. He's a... shout outs to the Uber drivers. I guess Daniel is. He has a fare in the back of his vehicle that he is probably. I guess. Getting lost somewhere in Chicago. But then again, he says he is a five-star Uber driver. And speaking of Uber, oh, man, today I, I, I took an Uber up to Scottsdale. It was the Waste Management Pro-Am. Yeah, so this is, this is basically taking place in Scottsdale every year. Golf tournament. Uh, it takes place right outside of Phoenix. And on this day, there's J.J. Watt playing golf and Alex Rodriguez playing golf. And I saw Albert Pujols. He walked by me. 
Andrew Whitworth, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was signing autographs, and it just goes on and on and on. And I've heard about the Waste Management Pro-Am for years. And today I said, you know what, I've been invited up there so many times. Let me just go ahead and stop by. Shep, on a Wednesday afternoon, I said to myself, does anybody work? Do any of these people have jobs? This place was jumping right. on a Wednesday afternoon, and I said, I need to hang out with these people. They can. They, everybody had a drink in their hand. Uh, there were kids out there. I'm like, kids asking for autographs. I'm like, these kids, shouldn't they be in school? Yeah. It was just one big party. You could have told me it was Saturday at 4 p.m. There were so many folks out there. Well, I guess it is Super Bowl week, if that's justifying people missing work and, and missing school. It's almost like a national holiday, but they're turning it into a week's worth of uh, missing work, maybe. Yeah, I, I guess that's a, a decent justification. <laughs> you know, the other you thing is— that. You and I don't have that justification. It'd be nice, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> I was I was walking around quite a bit. I was like, you know what, let me— uh, By the way, I might have yes. missed it. Were there any mascots today? Did I see any mascots? Well, you, I mean, you're posing with mascots left and right these days. I saw Swoop okay. from the Eagles. But that was, yeah, that was Monday. I saw Casey Wolf right. from the Chiefs. That was Tuesday. I've seen the same stick <laughs> of uh, deodorant oh, walking shit. around a radio row all week long. It didn't stop by you, which is always a good sign. Yeah, I don't want to. Well, I, I smell amazing. Right, but it didn't need to stay by you, though, is the point. Well, it doesn't. It just walks around. Well, no, I'm sure if, you, if, I'm, if I'm a stick of deodorant, I mean, the one good that comes with it is I get to kind of call out people that, you know, have B.O. and stink up the joint. I don't think the mascot can smell anything in the suit. That's a fair point. But maybe the odor is so hideous that they actually can. Are you hunting for people with B.O.? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the worst embarrassment in life is, like, when you, uh, when you have dandruff. That's pretty embarrassing. Uh, when you have chapped lips and you're trying to go on a date and it backfires, or thirdly, when you smell, when you stink up a room and everyone knows it and no one wants to say anything, but if you're a stick of deodorant, you don't have to say anything. You just stand next to the person and they'll get the message. Creative. Thank you. But you are, no, you he's, he's just a mascot walking around. But no, I didn't, I didn't see a mascot today. Uh, I, I did run into quite a few friends at the, the Waste Management Phoenix Open, and I also had to say to my waste management, I've always thought it to be an interesting name. And I learned today one of the things about calling it the Waste Management Phoenix Open is that with all of the people that are up there partying, throwing away these cups and drinking, they take all of the trash and everything that all of these, uh, what, what can I call them? What, what, yeah, I don't want to call them miscreant, Chef. That's too much. Let's just say everybody that's up there partying, all the trash that they create, uh, waste management finds a way to, like, create it and turn it into energy. So none of this crap gets wasted. Slackers. We want to call them slackers? Yeah, I think that's fair. No, I don't think those people up there playing golf and watching golf on a Wednesday afternoon are slackers. I think they're— They are that day. I think they're well-off individuals who don't have to work. Old money or new money? A combination of both. Oh, that's the worst. It's like trust fund people. I had old, pe- old people were stopping me saying, hey, can you take my picture? Oh, and I'm like, sure, I'll take your photo for you. Oh. They didn't even give me a tip. I'm like, I know you got, 
You got like five million in, in your back pocket. Let's give me one. Are they, you know? asking, are they asking Jim Rome to stop what he's doing to take pictures? Why are they asking Jr. Jim Jim Rome is. I didn't see Jim Rome. But I know. But the point. I mean, you're hosting. You know, you're hosting a national radio show every every. Oh, week. I take. I love taking photos. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, you I love you do photos. of other people you don't know. Yeah, you've never been outside and someone asked. Hey, would you mind taking a photo for me? You've never, no one's ever asked you that. Not really, no. Do you go outside? Yeah, but I have a dog all the time with me. Yeah, so nobody wants you dropping their phone. <laughs> well, I have me, a... I have two hands. Got I it. got, I got eyes. And if someone wants a photo, and I go out, if someone, hey, you mind taking? I may ask a stranger to take a photo of me. You do realize when, when, when the opposite sex asks you to take a photo, that's more than just asking you to take a photo, right? What are you saying? Somebody's hitting on me? I'm saying you have more people uh, trying to meet you than you realize, yes. What, what, these uh, these two old people were trying to bring me into a a thruple? Well, I'm not saying in this particular instance, but what, I mean a great way to meet someone in, in a very organic way these days is just walk uh, where other people are in a, in a big crowd and just find the more attractive people and say, hey, can you take a photo of me? Would you mind? And then that yeah. strikes the conversation up. Uh, not these these old people not ain't the old want people. no conversation. I get, right, I get that. But old people are always looking for conversation. Your ass is going to be old one day. I, Watch some, your mouth. Some people say I'm, I'm already there. Yeah, well, you, you don't want to go to Bourbon Street. You don't want to <laughs> go to Waffle House at 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you mash up your food. You only eat vegetables. I mean, what? I got to tell you, one of your what can be- we say? JR, one of the best lines you've ever had. Older people, they tend to hug a little bit longer than they should. Not not every old person, but just just. Did some. I say that? You did. It was the, one of the best lines ever. Yes. Last night? It wasn't last night, but it's been in the past. Where you said old oh, old people they they tend to hold down a little longer than they should. Not in uh, life. I'm just saying, like when they hug people. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Make sure you hug somebody. Uh, make sure they want the hug. Make sure that they will be accepting. Of the hug. When we come back, we'll think about hugs. Well, maybe not. We're going to talk about Roger Goodell, Demoris Smith of the NFL Players Association, and then I'm going to get to more of your calls. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I just want to start off by saying you're one of the best in the game, man. I really enjoy listening to the show. I love the show. I discovered it last year when there was actually no sports going on, and uh, I've been loving it ever since. I genuinely love your show. Your takes are great. I may not agree with all of them, but they're on point. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. In a few minutes, I want to tell you about uh, some some comments made at various press conferences today in Phoenix. Demoris Smith, the executive director for the NFL Players Association, basically said the NFL should eliminate the combine. And then Roger Goodell said, listen, folks, I know you might hate our officials. You might hate our referees. They just had the best year ever. I'll share those 
those clips with you momentarily. We do have some callers here on the line, and I can't wait to get a new top six list to you at the top of the hour. But let's go ahead and talk to Nathan. He's calling from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Nathan, you're live. Oh, hello? Yes, okay, you're yeah, live I'm on the calling, radio. I'm calling, I'm calling about the, the guy earlier who made those comments about LeBron. Uh, yeah, they, were, they were extremely ignorant. I don't know what he was talking about, but it did make me laugh. And, you know, I guess the point, but I think the point he was trying to make is, I mean, LeBron's not a perfect person. I like LeBron as a basketball player. Um, uh, me being from Chicago, I do think Jordan's the GOAT, but if someone says LeBron's the GOAT, they're not wrong. I mean, you can go either way. But I think LeBron's arrogant as a person because, uh, to me, rarely he takes accountability. He throws a lot of people under the bus when stuff goes wrong. And then, like, another example is that whole controversy with Kyrie Irving. I mean, the first thing LeBron did was throw Kyrie under the bus, but then as soon as Kyrie demands a trade, he's like, oh, yeah, Kyrie, come here. Like, come play with me. Come help me out of my situation. Uh, I agree with you if you want to look at LeBron James from a basketball perspective accountability when things don't right or GM or not. I, th- I think that is yeah. that is very reasonable for anyone to go ahead and make that argument. There's a lot of truth to that. What I won't say is that there's there's truth to what you just said about Kyrie Irving. There are missing elements there. Uh, Kyrie Irving wanting to leave, Kyrie Irving apologizing for leaving, and LeBron James more recently saying and understanding his spot years later, of course he would welcome him back. So that's that's not out of the realm of possibility. But I do agree with your first point. You know, uh, someone who calls and says LeBron James is arrogant uh, for thinking he can open up a school or uh, by calling someone Karen is pretty stupid. Thank you, Nathan, for calling from Chicago. Johnny is here from D.C. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. JR, thanks for having me. I'm calling to take up for all the Karens in the world, okay? <laughs> oh, well, knock yourself out. JR, uh, I think it's time that we pay tribute to both of these men. Uh, I'm about six years younger than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. When I was a boy, uh, I followed his uh, career coming out of high school very closely in the recruiting and all the rest of this. And it seems like these two gentlemen have much in common. They were both predicted to be the best players in the sport at a very young age. And they both came into the league, made a lot of money as very young men. They lived up to expectations, and they've both done exceedingly well. And there's neither of them personally, I think, have been all that popular. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, unfortunately for him, I think there was a great deal of discrimination against him because he converted to a different faith. And uh, he was never all that good uh, with the fans or with the press. And LeBron has said some things that uh, put people off. But, Jr., answer this. When's the last time when these young men with millions of dollars, either of them, when's the last time you heard about them getting in trouble at a bar at 3 o'clock in the morning? Or the answer is is never. never. And I think a, a lot of people miss the big picture. That's right. Uh, and, and talking about both of these individuals, there is no one. And, and this is this is the beauty of life. You should not agree with anyone 100 percent of the time. There's also instances of 
when you are asked to speak as often as these two have, and more specifically LeBron living in the age and era that we are in now, what are you expecting a guy to be? Just a, a, a perfect robot? You know, it, it, he's been with a camera in his face for more than 20 years, about 25 years. Every movement, every this, every that has been documented. And people really can't pick out more than five things, maximum, if that, probably maybe only two or three, that people can go, oh man, that was a bad decision or a bad choice of words. What an arrogant piece of crap. And really, we're talking about a bad choice of words here. We're not talking about somebody uh, driving their car 100 miles an hour. We're not Correct. talking about someone engaging in domestic violence. These, both these men have behaved themselves in remarkable ways, I think, and done extremely I, well, ex- I, especially considering the situations they've been in. And young people, kids look up to them, Jr. and that's very important to me. I, I would agree. I but thank we, you so much, we live, we, we live in a, in a negative world. People have to find something to complain about. We literally... And this was not a joke. We heard a man call here and complain about LeBron James being arrogant because he opened up a school. And maybe he was joking. Maybe he was. It didn't didn't sound like like it to me, Jr. It didn't sound like it to me. But that's the world we live in. When someone who is uh, who comes from nothing has enough money to open up a school to provide an education, uh, he's arrogant for thinking he, he can do so. Because he's not an educator by trade. And then jumping on all those Karens on top of it. Have a good night, JR. Well, well, thank you, Johnny. I mean, we can think about, oh, my God, what about all the Nancys in the world? Oh, my God. All of the Nancys will be negative. Oh, whoa, Nancy, oh, no. Hey, Shep, are are there any other names? There's negative Nancy. What else we got? Average Joe. Average Joe, oh, my God. How many Joes are average? Oh, what a world. Save me. Anything else? Average Joe. Negative. What, what happened? Preposterous Phil. I don't, I've never heard that one. That's because I just made it up. No. But average Joe is an excellent example. Thank you. All the Joes walk around. Woe is me. How average they are. Come on. For every Tom, Dick, and Harry? Yeah, every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yeah, they're just... It's just the average. Just it's terrible. Eight five five two one two four CBS. It's eight five five two one two four CBS. I did tell you that there was a that there was a million press conferences today here in Phoenix. It felt like there were a trillion of them. One of the main ones that took place this afternoon was Demore Smith the executive director of the NFL Players Association. I want you to hear this audio from this afternoon. I want you to take this in, and we'll talk about it on the other side, and I'll get a new top six list. Demora Smith basically said, and this has been bubbling for a while now, that the NFL combine is moot. We should get rid of it. Listen. I think the first thing we do is not assume you need a combine. I mean, why should we start trying to enhance the combine system? I mean, think about it. The NCAA and the NFL structure a combine during what should be every football player's what? 
last semester in college, who decided that it was a good idea to take your son and have him exclusively try out for the NFL's exclusive way of getting into the league, for the most part, unless you're a free agent player, you have to be invited to the combine. As soon as you show up, you have to waive all of your medical rights. And you not only have to sit there and endure embarrassing questions, and I think that's horrible, and I don't want to poo-poo any of that, but would you want your son to spend hours inside of an MRI and then be evaluated by 32 separate team doctors? who are, by the way, are only doing it for one reason. What's the reason? To decrease your, your draft value. So instead of trying to think about whether we enhance a combine process, what would you want for our sons? Hmm. I'm going to let you marinate on that. Should the NFL get rid of the combine? Is it necessary I mean, wouldn't a lot of what you already know would taken place in a game? You you can look at certain physical characteristics in regards to speed and strength. Do do we believe it always kind of crosses over into what quality or caliber of football player we're going to see? I'm going to tell you what I think, and I'm going to get your calls. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. How you doing, JR? I enjoy listening to you when I'm on the road, driving back. You always make a lot of sense, and you're funny as hell. You really have a lot of substance to you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. At the top of the hour, I'm going to give you a new top six list. It is what I do every single Wednesday night into Thursday morning. And tonight, the top six list, and and we've had a a great inspiration for this. I'm going to explain more at the top of the hour. It's going to be about the top six athletes who cannot catch a break. It doesn't matter what they do, how they play, what they say. They're going to be criticized. They're going to be picked apart. They won't find success. They can't find success. The detractors are out there. They can't stay healthy. A top six list of athletes who cannot catch a break. I'll give you that list starting in about 20 minutes. Don't move. We got a lot of callers on the line right now. Before we went to break, I shared with you some of the audio from this afternoon at one of the NFL Players Association press conferences where DeMora Smith, the executive director of the Players Association, he sat down and he rallied for eliminating the NFL Combine. Now, we don't need the NFL Combine to properly evaluate college athletes and college players. Let's get rid of it. It's a waste of time. We don't need it. It's an intrusive process. It's an unnecessary process. Everything that you need to know is right in front of you. The, 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 the combine is good for certain players. It's good for dudes who want to increase their draft stock. It's not good 
for the very top of the prospects. It, it, it's really not going to make a difference. Some guys, it will. It's all business. The NFL Combine has been broadcast now for almost 20 years. There was a point in time where the Combine took place. The Combine is almost a little more than 30 years old, formally. It's been broadcast for about 20. There's about three or four days in Indianapolis where this thing is on the NFL Network. ESPN is creating content for it the entire time. I don't think it's going to be moved. The NFL has wanted to turn this into a year-long sport where people pay attention, where people are stuck. I don't think the combine is going anywhere. We've heard about some of the nasty questions, some of the disgusting questions that these these teams want to ask players just to see if they can push their buttons, just to see, quote-unquote, if they are dumb enough to be committed 1 million percent to football. They want to know about just some of the wildest things. And then we've already heard about the Wonderlick test. The combine is not necessary. It's just a mechanism to make money. Used to be, let's evaluate players and prospects. You know what will stop the NFL combine? If the best of the best decided, screw y'all. It'll take a whole hell of a lot of them first. But you're always going to have those players when you have 300 plus invited. Everybody ain't going in that first round. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. RCF is here from Portland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, JR? You hear me all right? Loud and clear. Thank you. Awesome. I love listening. Great show. Um, it's, R- it's S, though, not F. I heard you say F a few times. Okay. Well, I can only but, uh, say what I see here, but go ahead. No worries, no worries, my bad. Um, I did want to say about that combine, I think they should mostly scrap it. Um, it definitely doesn't need to be four days. Uh, I definitely think, you know, everybody wants to see the 40-yard dash and maybe the jumping events. But uh, I think if they kept it to just the 40-yard dash, uh, the bench press, which I think they should maybe change instead of who could rep 225 the most, just maybe have a max out there. But uh, they definitely should have just, like, one NFL doctor to evaluate, which should be optional. I mean... Maybe if they want to make it more entertaining, have a little bit more of like the Pro Bowl events, you know, some skill-specific, you know, QB throwing, receivers catching, that kind of stuff. But uh, those are just my thoughts. I thought I'd see what you thought about that. Okay. Well, thank you, RCS, for calling from Portland. It, it's That would kind of lean into what the Players Association doesn't want. I mean, Troy Vincent pretty much uh, alluded to this feeling like a, a slave auction. We have heard people talk about how this, the combine is the underwear Olympics. And I remember years ago from, uh, where is he from? Ohio State, Vernon Golston participated in the combine. And he was able to really elevate his draft stock with the New York Jets. Oh my God, he's built like the Incredible Hulk. He moves like the Flash. When you put him on the football field, he sucked. He had no pass rush moves. He couldn't get to the quarterback. He was hurt. He didn't last long in the league. I think most of what you can garner from a player takes place on the field. We think about someone like uh, Terrell Suggs. That man wasn't 
moving with the wind, but he was quick enough to go out there and bust a, a quarterback's ass. It's not necessary, but it's there for business. 855-212-4CBS. Kurt is calling from Atlanta, home. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Kurt? Uh, hello, JL. Thanks for taking my call. Certainly. Um, I wanted to add one more name to the names of people who are offended. Added to the Karens. You guys missed what big one. Debbie Downer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Debbie. What about all the poor Debbie. Debbies in the world? <laughs> right? Average yeah. Joe. Debbie Downer. <laughs> courtside Karen. What are, what are, what are Karen... Have have the quality of life for Karen, Debbie, and Joe. Have they just gone down, Kurt? They should, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Karen. Yeah, down, Karen. Right? Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you, Kurt. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's, I feel sad every time. Hey, Shep, did I ever tell you I, I go into having an emotional breakdown when I meet people and they go, who shot Jr.? I want to cry, Shep. My soul is crushed. Yeah, that might happen a time or two in your life, huh? Yeah, just a time or just one time or two. 855-212-4CBS. Mike is calling from Illinois. Hey, how's it going? I'm excellent, Mike. What's going on with you? Good. Uh, so I was thinking about this. I mean, I'll bring this up. It doesn't really have too much to do, but I'm a Bears fan, and we got the number one pick. So in the draft neither here nor there, but I'm also a, a huge football fan, played all through high school. Uh, I'm one of those guys that watches all that, and, I mean, one of the things I'll bring up is the, the Jamarcus Russell thing. So it's like I understand all the physical things. I'll agree. You know, all the physical, physical things aren't needed. We love the 40-yard dash, bench press, all that stuff, and the, uh, high jump, all that stuff. But, I mean, they meet with the players, and like you kind of said, you know, do you want these guys to be a thousand percent or a million percent bought in? And it's like, yeah, but these guys are going to be making millions of dollars. So I definitely want them a million percent bought in. I I want to I want to find out is he going to watch that tape? You know, they meet with the players all the time. It's not just a physical thing. I mean, maybe make it more of a, an event like that. But uh, I mean, I would yeah, just want to get who, thoughts on that. Who, who? Yeah, but to to your point, we know this. Who wants to sit down and listen to a job interview? I don't think that element of the NFL Combine is is up for debate some of the questions that they would ask goes beyond what you would ask in any business form or fashion and i think not to be litigious i think some of these these guys over the past five and ten and fifteen years twenty thirty years they were well within their right to kick up you know what but like Mm -hmm. a lot of people who have to go to work or they want a job is it better to shut up and when you know something is is wrong or is it better to roll along with it no one should have to deal with that in any work environment at all. People, unfortunately, have to face it every single day. You know, people who abuse their power uh, for a million different reasons. So, it, yes, it's it's certainly reasonable for the NFL Combine to maintain their interviews, um, of course. But some of the physical aspects of what you just said, eh, they can they can do away with some of it, you know? I feel like they can live without them, but I, I'll, I'll even one I didn't mention, one that I personally like is that, that three cone drill. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I guess it, I mean it doesn't seem that intrusive to me, but I mean, how many players? I don't know the answer to this more rhetorical. How many players have 
gotten hurt in the past at the combine, and that would be one of my only things I'd be concerned about. But you know, when it comes to the some of these more specific drills, I do like that. But then again, I'm not everybody. You know, I, I have sure. my my likes and in the football world. We we have guys, Mike. Thank you for calling from Illinois. We have dudes who run a 40 yard dash and never do it again in life. Like how how fast is Bobby Wagner running the 40? Uh, now versus when he came into the league. Can he still go out there and get the running back? Can he go get a receiver in open space? I mean, that's what people are checking for. Jacob's here from Kentucky. Hey, JR. Yes, Jacob, you're live. Go ahead. If a company was willing to invest the money in you that the NFL does in these players, would you be willing to subject yourself to what they go through in the combat? Uh, no, and not every player does. It's not necessary for everybody. Different circumstances for every player depends on your skill level. Yeah, but if it, if you if in your heart you think it's going to elevate your draft stock, so your overall payout, um, personally, I would. I would say poke yeah. and prod me. I said most players would have no choice. I mean, out of the 330 that are invited every year, most of them would have no choice. Um, it should be a choice. No, no. no. But well, it, it's in the end. It, overall, it will affect your draft stock. Sure. And then the Players Association takes the position of it's not fair. Look, the, the evaluation process, and thank you, Jacob, for calling from Kentucky, the evaluation process isn't going anywhere. It's to the extent that they are evaluated that they are poked and that they are prodded, that they feel is unnecessary. You know, go ahead, take a look at medical records. Go ahead and and take a look at the actual football film. Look at the tape. Let's keep it moving. I'm afraid that I don't think we're going to see a massive change because it's a massive entertainment product. The coaches might look at it one way. Can we, should we draft this guy? The players will look at it one way. Hey, I've already proven myself as a player, but I need to do this to improve my draft stock. And then from an NFL perspective, it's how much money are we getting from throwing this on TV? It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back, it's time for a new top six list. Athletes who cannot catch a damn break here on CBS Sports Radio. You're in a five-minute break. Four minutes, 30 seconds remaining. minutes remaining. 
3 minutes 30 seconds remaining. Three minutes remaining. seconds remaining. One minute, 30 seconds remaining. seconds remaining. Thirty seconds remaining. seconds. Break ends in five seconds. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 